The Unfiltered by Jade. Jade. Welcome to The Unfiltered by Jade, where we educate, empower, and entertain. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, download, donate, and make everybody know who this. Beats by RB Records. Shopping assistance, your style, your budget. Our services include online and local shopping for individuals and businesses, personal shopping, purchasing of company and office supplies, importing and exporting small packages across Jamaica and worldwide, and helping you find unique gifts and items for all events and occasions. Contact us at 876 919 5195 or shoppingassistance2015 at gmail.com. Shopping Assistance, your style, your budget. Welcome back to the Unfiltered by Jade. Today we have with us here Felice Matthew. And we are here to speak about the hardest part of marriage and submission. And we know it's a sensitive topic. But he's here to break it down for us. So Felice is a Christian marriage coach and he is a communication marriage expert. So he's here to give us all the details that we need. So hi, Felice. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I want you, first of all, to break it down for us and let us know how is it that you define submission in the context of marriage? I think, you know, submission is such a touchy topic because everybody has their own opinion. Everybody's coming from their own worldview, whether it's religious or not. You know, it's coming from a different culture or a different society. But, you know, I I come from a Christian perspective. And what right. Christianity teaches submission is, is just selfless service. That's That's all submission is. Like submission seems like such a dirty word, but if people understood it from a Christian context, then it actually wouldn't be something so crazy mm. to give a, instead of giving a definition, let me just give an example. Okay. A good mother, a good mother submits to their child. Mm. Do I have to explain that? Really? No, you, you don't. Know, I don't <laughs> you don't. Right. Cause it's not about the mother's sleep. It's not about the mother's fun. It's not about the mother's money. It's not about the mother's free time. It's about nourishing and caring and serving another human being, which mm -hmm. is your child. Right. That's all submission is in marriage. Both husbands and wives are supposed to do that to each other. Selfless service. That's all it is. Mm, selfless service. I love that. Um, so we have never looked at it in that way in terms of how a mother submits to her child. No one has ever looked at it that way. So yeah, I'm happy that you brought world. that up. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm glad you pointed that out because the world makes it seem like submission means you're weak and mm. you're ruled over and someone commands you and you have no say. Well, you know, I can use a gun to take lives or I could use a gun to protect lives. The mm. gun isn't the problem. It's the people. It's the people. Use using it. It. 
So, right. So the people using submission to rule got it wrong, right? That's it's wrong. You know, submission was meant to be selfless service. Submission was meant to put someone else's needs and wants above yours. And if two people are doing that in marriage for each other, it leads to far, far more effective marriage, far more satisfying, satisfying marriage than two people trying to rule each other or command mm, each other or control command. each other. Ah, right. I love that. I'm wondering if it's because, you know, in the Bible, it talks about the man being the head of the household. I wonder if that's why people don't want to submit, because why should you be the head of a household? Why, sh- why can't I be the head of the household? So probably that's where it's also coming from. Right. And that's another that's another topic that could probably we could do a whole episode on of itself. It. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. OK. For people that have a problem with man being the head of the household, for those people. Do you also have a problem with the boss being the head of the company? Mercy. Do you also going have a problem? In, you're going in. Exactly. Do you also have a problem with the principal being the head of the school? Do you have a problem with the mayor or the governor being the head of the state? Do you have a problem with the cops being the head of the law? Mercy. Okay. The okay. When you're speeding. Yeah. Right? So it's just the order of things. That's a, That doesn't mean less important at all. That doesn't mean less important at all. It's just the order of things. So I think, you know, naturally we're rebellious. Naturally, we don't want to have people telling us what to do or not do. From beginning, as kids, we don't like being told what to do. So imagine adults. True. Right? So, (laughs) but that's the order. If you're going to get mad at that in your household, okay, that's fine. You have that. You have that right. Right? You have that freedom. I just ask people to be consistent. Because if you're going to get mad at that, then I want to see that same type of anger in the workplace, in your career. I want to see that same type of anger and society when, you know, I want to see that. If you really have a problem with people being ahead of you, I want to see the same consistency. That's all I ask. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. How does the concept of submission align with the mutual respect and equality within a marriage? (laughs) Well, once again, the greatest, the greatest, 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 um, responsibility of a of a of a man i believe is one of a husband Mm. and why do i say that because we're called to emulate someone who in history was said to be perfect we're called to love our wives like jesus loved the church i don't know if y'all really think about how deep that is i don't i don't know the church killed jesus right Uh, they did (laughs) they did yes Mm -hmm. yeah the church murdered jesus Punished and he them. killed his and he still loved them. Yep. Once again, can we go back to a parent's love? Is there anything that's that a child's gonna do to you that's gonna make you say, I'm not your parent anymore? I don't a love good parent. A good parent. Right. A good parent. So now it's it's not a coincidence that the Bible talks about leave your mother and your father to join with your with your spouse. So that means just saying the same affection and respect and whatever you wanna. Uh, high esteem that you have for your parents is even higher for your spouse. Mm. Not only is it higher for your spouse, you're supposed to follow the model of Jesus and the church. Mm. So that mutual respect is Jesus. If he is who he says he was, I believe he is. But for those who may not believe, if Jesus is who he says he was, he washed his disciples' feet. He fed Mm. thousands. He Mm -hmm. served people. You don't see Jesus trying to get rich. Ooh. You don't see Jesus trying to bring fame. 
You don't see Jesus trying to get accolades for how he served the church. You see Jesus selflessly serving. And then you see the church following that type of selfless service. Now, let's make it a little bit more practical. If a woman has a husband that's putting their needs above their own, what's the problem with submitting to that husband? Mm. Because he's looking out for you anyway. Here's the funny thing about us humans. We submit to a stranger more than we submit to our spouse that's committed to loving us for life. Mercy. Well, who, well, who's a stranger? A pilot. Do you know that pilot when you fly on a plane? But you trust him to Do take you, you where he needs to go. Yeah, you trust him. Exactly. You trust him. You don't doubt it. You go to sleep. You watch TV. You know, you're on your laptop. You're laughing. You're joking. This is a complete stranger that you trust with your life. But that the, the husband that's become your husband, all of a sudden, you are to question every single thing. Mercy. So selfless mm-hmm. service, mutual respect. If people understood where it came from and the origin of it, there would be no problem because we already do it anyway. We just haven't learned how to really do it in the context of marriage. It's about both the husband and the wife putting each other's needs above their own needs. That's all it is. Man. Um, okay. That, that was good. <laughs> Um, how do we navigate decision making? How do we navigate decision making process? And when there are differences of opinions or conflicts in desires? It's not as difficult as people make it seem. Jeez. It's only difficult because people are difficult. Mm. But the idea is not difficult. Marriage is not difficult. What's difficult is people. People want to fight for control. <laughs> that's what that's what it is. And here it is. I'm going to show it to you and you're going to have a big aha moment. You, as as um, Jade, you have a perspective on how the world is, right? Uh-huh. And your world, this should be done and that should be done. A man should do this. A man shouldn't do this. A man should treat you like this. A man shouldn't treat you like this. That's your world, right? Uh-huh. And you're going to pick a man based on that world. You're going to pick relationships and forward friendships based on that world. You're going to mm-hmm. get jobs and you're going to pursue a career based on what aligns with how you view the world, right? Right. Okay. Well, guess what? When you're in a relationship, they have a view of the world too, right? Mm. So now which way is right? That's, that's the question. What people normally do is, this is how I see it. This is how I feel about it. And if you love and if you care about me, you'll give it to me. They don't say, this is how I see it, and this is how I feel about it. How do you see it? How do you feel about it? Okay, now how do we merge these two worlds so that we both are submitting to each other? Mm. That's not what usually happens. What usually happens is, I think a man should pay all the bills. And if you're really masculine, because my my father paid all the bills, and I should be a stay-at-home mom, and that's fine if you feel that way. But the thing is, he's going to have requirements too. Are you considering that? Because if he's going to be doing that, maybe he wants to have a meal every day. Are you prepared to cook every day? Are you prepared for that? If you're saying no, you can order out or something, then what you're essentially saying is my needs and my world is more important than your needs and your world. And of course, that's going to lead to arguments and problems. Yes. Because now it's not about mutually submitting to each other. It's about selfishness and not selflessness. Mm. How can power imbalances be avoided or addressed in a submissive relationship? That's like, 
when I hear a question like that, and I know what you mean by it, but I have to rephrase it so that we're clear. That's a good question. But when I hear questions like that, that's like saying playing chess with someone that doesn't know the rules. Mm-mm. So they come and they knock the pieces on the board and they think they won. So. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the whole idea is not to be offensive. The whole idea behind that is there is no sense of power in a submissive relationship. That's mm. the wrong idea. That's completely going from a different worldview. If I'm a parent and I'm a good parent, I'm not thinking about commanding my child. I'm not thinking about you do what I say. You do this. You do that. That's not a loving relationship. True. How does that feel to us when we're talked to like that at True. a job in a friendship by the law? Power. You do this. You got to That's not that's not what we think of, of a loving relationship. I guarantee if someone was thinking or describing a relationship that was loving to them, I doubt the majority of people would say, I want someone to rule over me and I have no say. True. I, I can't, I've never heard that. I've studied relationships for 20 years. I've never heard that, right? So the power is not in it. It's not about power. It's about respect. And if you truly respect someone, there's certain things that you're going to do and not do. You're not going to do it perfectly, but there's certain things you're going to commit yourself to doing or not doing. If I respect my job, I'm going to respect the fact that I'm going to show up on time and I'm going to fulfill the duties and responsibilities of my position. And as the employer, they're going to respect the pay and honoring their word and keeping me safe and giving me the training needing, needed to fulfill that role. True. That's completely different than saying, this is my job. And to work here, you got to make sure this and make sure that. And, and as an employee, I'm saying, well, yeah, but I'm fulfilling this need and I'm saving you money and I'm saving you time. So you're going to pay me this because, you know, I have the power. That's wrong. And every single time I hear someone speak, I don't care if it's for one minute or one one year. I can hear how someone speaks. And if I hear control and power in their speech, regardless of the topic that they're talking about, mm-hmm. I can tell if they have problems in their relationship. Felice, mm. what are some of the common challenges that couples face in marriages? Um, well, there's 20 of them. I actually oh! wrote... I can't I wrote, I wrote a... <laughs> yeah, I wrote a book. Uh, it's a guide in a workbook, and it's called 20 Common Marriage Problems. Okay a guide and workbook for Christian spouses. And it's on Amazon, or you can get it on my website, marriedisone.com. But it's 20 common marriage problems that I've noticed in over 20 years that leads to arguments, division, and eventually divorce and marriage. And these are the problems that I would focus on as a a new couple or a new spouse. I'll definitely focus on making sure these problems are not existent in myself. I wouldn't okay. use it as a way to point out flaws in my spouse. That's not what I wrote it for. I use it to point out flaws in ourselves so that we can be held more accountable, right? Mm. And these problems, it doesn't matter if you're Christian or not. It doesn't matter if you're black, white. It doesn't matter if you're a well or a skateboard, right? Like these problems are problems everybody faces so in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form, True. right? Pride, selfishness, disrespect, lies, cheating, lack of support. Lack of romance, lack of attention. That's I only named eight. And I, I don't know anybody who one of those eight or all of them haven't said, yeah, you know what? I did it. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Because there's these are common things that leads to divorce. Mm-hmm. But if I were to pick one thing 
that you can focus on. In fact, this is the one thing that right now I'm getting like booked and paid to speak on. And that one thing is selfishness. Remember mm. how I talked about the worldviews? How right. Jade has a worldview and that's fine. But the person that you're with has a worldview. How do you merge those things? How do you merge those worldviews? What stops you from merging it? You as in general, anybody, we, we're selfish. We want what we want. True. We want and when we, we want, want it. Like, and when we want it. We're not right. thinking about the other person. And if the other person loves us and cares about us, they'll give us what we want when we want it. True. You know? So the biggest, biggest cause of problems in marriage is between two things. It's tied. Depending on the day, I, I say one or the other, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but the biggest thing is selfishness. Second thing is pride. Mm. So if you want a place to start on working on something, work on one of those two things. Work on being more humble and work on um, serving the person versus having the person serve you. Nice. And, and Jesus was, was those two. He was humble and he was a servant also. That's what he was. You can say anything about anything about him, but you can't say he wasn't those two things. Very true. Very, very true. What are some of the most difficult aspects of maintaining open and effective communication within the marriage? That's a great question. First thing that comes to mind is what I'll go with. I'll probably give a different answer if I gave a deep thought. But the first thing, question, the first answer that comes to mind is judgment. Hmm. I, think, I think that's the first thing. We're so judgmental. We, we are, are so judgmental. We are. As human race, you know, so we're so judgmental. And don't get me wrong. All judgment is not bad. Rape is wrong. So yes, I'm judging. Yeah. Killing murder is wrong. Yes, I'm judging. Kidnapping a child is wrong. Yes, I'm judging. Beating a woman is wrong. wrong. Yes, I'm judging. Yes, we have judgments. We need judgments. That's how we form what's right and wrong in our lives. That's why True. we have the justice system. That's what protects our ability to have our rights. We need judgment. So I'm True. not, I say that I have to, I have to make that clear because some people believe you shouldn't judge at all. That's ridiculous. Mm. I don't believe that at all. No, True. you should judge. I think we should learn how to righteously judge. That's what John 7, 24 is teaching. We need to learn how to righteously judge. We judge so often. Look at what she's wearing. Look how she's talking. Look at what he did. Why didn't you do that? Why did you do this? You should have did that. Why didn't you think of it? We're judging all the time. True. We judge people more than we judge ourselves. Mm -mm. We never really judge ourselves like that. Oh, we shouldn't have done that. We shouldn't have said that. We no, don't judge we don't ourselves. do that. Do we do? Nope. We justify it, right? Mm. We, we, well, well, I did it because, well, if this yeah. person didn't, I wouldn't do that, you know? So the biggest cause of people not wanting to be open and transparent and, you know, work on communication or develop the intimacy is fear of judge. We want truth, but then we're mad at the truth and we judge the person that's giving us the truth. So what mm. do you want? The lies? Then we're oh. mad that they lied to us. You know? So there's a responsibility. If you want high pay at a job, there's more responsibility for that role. True. So if you want a certain action from your spouse, you have a responsibility too, because you two are one, mm -hmm. one flesh. So if you want them to be more honest, for example, then you should be more um, accepting and more appreciative and more inviting so that they want to be more honest with you. But if True. they tell you, well, that dress is ugly and, oh, I can't believe it. You're probably going to cheat on me because, oh, I guess I'm not your type or whatever then you're a direct cause of that person not being honest with you. But could it also be a fact of people, how it's said? Because if you, if 
generally if somebody says, oh that dress is ugly nobody's gonna say that nice so you know you can probably say well that dress is probably not for you so even how absolutely. things are said also can make a difference absolutely and that's mm -hmm. a part of effective communication tone right. how it's said how it's delivered like you know what's your favorite what's your favorite food me plantain mm -hmm. give me anything plantain with anything okay well i'm I'm Haitian American, so you know we know about plantains. So <laughs> I get I get it. So now if I delivered plantains to you in a garbage lid. Uh -uh, I don't you, want it. You, no, exactly, because it wasn't delivered right. Right? So yes, I, I, I understand that communication is 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 you know involves many aspects and one of those aspects is how you deliver the message. I'm not I'm definitely not ignoring that or taking that for granted. My point was the person listening or receiving the message has a responsibility, right? A, a lot of times we don't think like that. We just put the responsibility on the person talking. True. Right. Cause even if the person said, sweetie, you know, I think you're so sexy. I think you're beautiful. You're gorgeous to me. It don't matter how much weight you put on or how skinny you got. I love you. You know, it's who you are that attracts me and makes me want you. But that dress is, that dress is, you know, it doesn't suit you. Is it that hard to believe that someone would still get offended? at that i believe that i believe it i believe it because the truth is in this day and age there's something that we can absolutely say to assure somebody exactly. and, and i sure that they won't be offended because these days everything you see offends people though exactly so what's missing is the responsibility of the person listening hmm. there's a responsibility if you're in a relationship both of you have a responsibility period i don't care if you're strangers i drive on the road you drive on the road right there's a responsibility with the person driving on the other side of the road not to come in your lane. And you two are strangers. Y'all never have to talk to each other, but that's the responsibility. So imagine a more intimate relationship. Why do people only place responsibility on one half as if you two are not in relationship? Mm. And for this specific example, the um, fostering open communication and transparency and all that, you got to understand both of y'all have a responsibility, the person speaking and the person listening. True. I love that. Love that for this. I want you, first of all, with all of this, I want you to leave any last words for persons listening that are struggling with submission or communication within their marriage. I would say, just like when you go into workout and get in shape, it's not one thing. It's not one magic pill that's going to make you lose all this weight and get a six pack. It's not one thing, right? It's a combination of things. So when you're trying to work out to build on that metaphor, you go to the gym, you sleep right, you eat right. What type of exercises, what type of rest? Do you have a coach? What knowledge do you have? Are you counting calories? What machine? You know, it's a whole bunch of things. So mm -hmm. I use the same thing for marriage. How is that any different? One, how are you, how are you building your knowledge for marriage? Because no one's taught how to be a spouse. True. You know, yeah, you're not several. taught how to be. Right. I mean, you could read books on parenting. That doesn't make you a good parent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's one factor. So now you have one factor. What are you educating yourself on? There's podcasts like this. There's books. There's there's websites. There's ministries dedicating to helping marriages. What are you plugged into? Uh -huh. Right. When you want to get in shape, you go to a gym. When you want to get an education, you go to a college. What are you plugged into for your marriage? That's the first thing I would I would say. Right. The second thing I would say is, are you holding yourself accountable? Right. If you have a workout partner, it holds yourself way more accountable than your own willpower. Right. Uh -huh. Yeah. So that's one thing you have. 
if you're trying to improve your credit, you have a financial planner, it holds you way more accountable than just you yourself and your spending and your willpower. True. So are you holding yourself accountable? And that goes back to plugging in. And the third thing I would do is trying to get better every day. You're going to mess up. I'm right. sorry. I don't care who you are, how perfect you think you are, how much money you think you have, how much education, how lucky you think your spouse is to have you, how great your friends tell you. I don't care what it is. You're not perfect. True. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to lie. Maybe you'll cheat. Maybe you'll be disrespectful. There's going to be a whole list of problems that you do that you never thought you would do. There's going to be a whole list of problems that you do that you don't want to do. True. There's going to be a whole list of problems that is going to take time for you to get better. Some things get better instantly. Some True. things, it could be five, 10 years Thanks, for sir. it to get better. Mm -hmm. Right. So now, are you trying to get better is the last piece. Are mm -hmm. you trying to learn from your mistakes or are you being prideful and just blaming your spouse? Yeah. So those are the things that I really suggest people, you know, multifactorial approach that people Appreciate. think of when it, right. Love that. Love that. Um, where is it that we can find you? You can find me in several places online. You can Google Felice Matthew and it'll take you to everywhere I'm online. I've really been serving this ministry. You can go to Married is One on Instagram or Facebook. And as in recently, we've been growing our nonprofit because for the last seven years, I've been doing it really with just me and my wife and, okay. you know, personal finances and credit cards, which is not smart. Right. But mm -hmm. I really cared about this vision of mine and I really feel like it's my purpose. But now with through the nonprofit, we're able to partner up with other organizations that really want to help keep whole families whole. Right. So you can find that nonprofit at marriage sharing on Instagram or marriage sharing dot org. And uh, any donations that you give would be going to creating the website that we created where you can read a whole bunch of articles that that I've created address different aspects of marriage you can go there by going to marriage sharing.com it's marriage sharing exactly how you would spell it marriage and sharing.com you'll see all the articles there that we've created and you'll also find the different resources that we've also created with the donations so i uh, really appreciate your support to kind of help whole families stay whole that's where you can find me. Mm -hmm. and where is it that we can find your book again you can either go to merit is one Mm -hmm. on Instagram or you can go to marriageisone.com and marriage sharing also has marriagesharing.com also has um, resources there you can find too okay awesome awesome thank you so much again Felice we are really appreciate it um you really dropped some gems with us today it was very straightforward but I'm sure our listeners have gained <laughs> from it <laughs> so thank you thank, thank you so much Thank you so much for this opportunity and uh, God bless you, ministry. I love what you're doing. Thank you so much. And thank you so much to our listeners for listening to The Unfiltered by Jade. And we'll be back next week, Tuesday. Thank you. Bam, bam,